Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy Wednesday afternoon. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket with you through your lunch hour and brought to you by Wingstop. Thanks to them for uh, uh, helping us out once again. I just lost my screen there. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> We're back with it. I'm Jake Bachman once again. He is uh, Rico uh, Enrique Alvarez Clary. Uh, and uh, it's, a, it's a busy day today. Nothing as far as breaking news as we're all kind of just waiting around, waiting to see if Mickey Joseph is retained or not. But it is kind of interesting on that front that there are now the reports that Jake Peets might be involved at Nebraska. And you just start to wonder, that's a big name. Marcus Satterfield has officially changed his profile pick. He's, I'm telling you, that's how we know. In. It's the profile pick. It's profile picture season. Yeah. It's not... It's not a uh, nobody's making any official announcements, but profile picture season. <laughs> and uh, you just start to wonder with that seven million dollar uh, uh, group money that that uh, Coach Rule has for his assistants. Is there room for Marcus Satterfield, Jake Peets, and Mickey Joseph, and a defensive coordinator? I mean, <laughs> at some point, somebody's not going to get paid too much. Down the the, line. Uh, the answer is no. Yeah, yeah. The answer is. Um, I don't know how it works, but maybe you need to request the checkbook be opened a little bit more for the assistant coaches pool because, <laughs> you know, $7 million sounded really good at the time. And then you see all the names that are being brought in and you're like, oh, $7 million's not enough. So I don't know how that whole situation needs to resolve itself or if it's even possible to to get more money for your assistant coaches. Um, but whoever they need to talk to, I think that if they want to get all of the names that we've mentioned, uh, if if they want to keep Mickey Joseph, if they want to bring in Jake Peets, if they want Marcus Satterfield, if they want uh, uh, Pot Roast, uh, Terrence Knighton, if they want you know everybody else, because the strength co- coach is also included in the assistant pool. Mm. If you want all of these people... You might need to up the the seven million a bit. I don't know by how much. I don't know how much everybody's getting paid, but it seems as if seven million might not be enough uh, to to get all of the names that have been mentioned, all of the profile pictures that have been changed uh, <laughs> through the last couple of days. Well, and again, it's and it's not you know Nebraska's by no means going cheap with the, the seven million. That's the most. Uh, that's more than Frost had. I think they had about five million uh, set aside for their assistant coaching pool. Um, so this is you know. Nebraska's spending big money out there. Mm-hmm. It's just... I think Ohio State was at 8.25. Mm. I could be wrong. I'd have to look that up. I know uh, Mark tweeted it out um, a little, uh, like yesterday, so actually I'm going to check Mark's Twitter because for some reason he decided to do a, a deep dive on that. <laughs> well, Not good. a deep yeah, dive, like but somebody that. asked him and he he answered it. So, Well, that's good. Go it, it, and, and, but again, it's too... It's, it's good for the, the... It's good that we're wondering about you know, that money and, and how they can spend it here because of the, the quality of names that they're bringing up. Um, I know a lot of people not blown away with Marcus Satterfield, mm-hmm. uh, his, his total, 
like I guess his resume in totality um, doesn't blow you away, but certainly the last two weeks would. Um, but it's it's interesting too. I don't know how much like somebody on the on the text line was mentioning. Hey, that's one of the best coordinator hires we've had in a long time. And I go, ah, I hate to tell you this, but Mark Whipple was once kind of thought in that. In Mark that Whipple same was vein. a Mark Whipple was a great hire. I don't look. I don't care what you want to say after the season. At the time, kind of like yeah, no, kind of like Scott Frost. Mark Whipple yeah. was a great hire. Great hire. That was a time. fantastic get. He's coming <laughs> off of a Heisman candidate, first round quarterback, and a and a, a Belichick award, award winner. Great hire. Yeah. It didn't work out. Didn't work out. Um, here's Mark's tweet. As okay. a comparison point, Ohio State paid their ten assistant coaches a combined eight point seven eight million for the twenty twenty two season. So. Nebraska is currently at $7 million. I mean, you, you talked about, you know, catching up with an Ohio State. Maybe you need to, to up that assistant pool. Hello, Nick. Hey, guys. I'm not sure if you have touched on it. Um, have you heard the update on Texas A&M defensive line coach Elijah Robinson? Huh. No. Okay. Is he N? He is not. Ah. So it sounds like, and this comes from uh, my good buddy Zach Carpenter at, at, at Inside Nebraska and Rivals, Sounds like um, Elijah Robinson, who is one of the nation's top recruiters, he, he's been a guy that Nebraska fans have wanted for ever since Matt Rule got the job, um, was offered a job on the Huskers staff, but he turned it down. Interesting. Um, it is unclear whether or not Robinson was offered a defensive coordinator or co-defensive coordinator position in addition to a role as a defensive line coach, but the bottom line is that he will not be joining the staff. And he is expected to remain at Texas A&M, where he's also assistant head coach and running game coordinator. That is a lot of titles. Yeah, a lot of titles. But basically, um, once again, Elijah Robinson, one of the nation's top recruiters, he won the Recruiter of the Year award last year, last season, Mm -hmm. um, at Texas A&M. Although Texas A&M went five and seven this season, was offered a job on Nebraska staff and turned it down. Hmm. So Elijah Robinson, not in, not in, but out. That is interesting, yeah. considering you know defensive line coach Terrence Knighton is going to be the defensive so line coach. So that part, but also you'll notice that he has an assistant head coaching role mm-hmm. at Texas A&M. So as these pieces start to kind of shuffle out and, and, and clear up, we still don't know if there will be or who will be the associate head coach on Nebraska's staff. So I, also, I mean, I you don't need to have an assistant. You don't necessarily need one, coach but it also, I mean, there, there's, there's benefit coach. to it, though. Yeah, there is that. But so, and, and guys will want to be associate head coach because it means more money. Yeah, so he was a lead recruiter for Texas A&M. Nebraska was trying to bring him in and not bring him in. So does that mean that they're out a lead recruiter, you know, who is really good at recruiting? <laughs> I think I know a guy. Yeah. I think I know a guy who's really good at recruiting, and is I, I think he might you know be in the state currently. Well, and that's and that's too. I mean, Elijah Robinson was part of computing that difficult seven million to to put together. Just because, again, if you just have all these resumes on there, especially if he was going to be co-defensive coordinator, you bring in another guy. It's mm-hmm. just hard to to imagine. Everybody being, you know, everybody's mouths being fed uh, happily, even though we're talking about seven million dollars. I mean, usually among ten guys, it does pretty well. But I would in be this industry, <laughs> right? And, and we always have to do that too. I think it's funny. It's just you know, you have to remember the industry you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not talking about one another here. Um, so uh, that's that's a little bit disappointing news, though. I mean, I I don't want to say he he was never like fully in. It was never like reported that he was going to be that guy. Um, it, but the interest was there the, the, and the offer apparently went out and that, uh, that would have been a huge get, especially you talk about turning around the defensive line quickly. Again, 
the season didn't play well out well at A and M, but you need to recruit. You need to you know you need to be impressive, especially among the front line, um, for this program to get back to where they want to be. But mm-hmm. it was that was it was too kind of difficult finding out. Okay, where's where's Terrence Knighton going to be? Where's Elijah Robinson going to be if they're both on the staff? Yeah, so it would have been you think maybe because they still don't have a defensive coordinator. I don't believe. Um, so you think maybe he would have taken that defensive coordinator spot. Uh, definitely, I mean, obviously would have helped with the defensive line and maybe would have been a re- recruiting uh, coordinator or something along those lines considering he was tabbed as the best recruiter of last season. So, I mean, there, there are many roles that you could have had him fill, but I'm wondering when this decision was made and if it was made before or after Terrence Knighton uh, accepted the defensive line coach role here at Nebraska like what was it going to be um well what was it, the Texas A&M Elijah Robinson, Elijah Robinson yeah. from the get-go and he turned he turned Nebraska down and that's when they went with Terrence Knighton or were you know it, it the whole timeline and process of things is is all mixed up and we don't actually know who was offered what when and how much and what have you but it's it's really interesting exactly what's going on and the fact that uh, Matt Rule said he wants to get on the road recruiting, I think he said Friday, so you're going to have to try and lock all these coaching positions, coaching spots down by then. Uh, you've, you've got a grand total of – you've got a lot of them locked down already, but you know, defensive coordinator's still open. I, I don't know what they're going to do with recruiting coordinator, if they're all going to – I mean, they're all going to share in that, obviously. They're going to go out and do recruiting yeah. on their own, but who's going to be the main guy that everybody goes to for their recruiting questions? Um, I don't know who the, the quarterback's coach is, if that's going to be Jake Peets. I don't know who the wide receiver's coach is because uh, Marcus Satterfield is coming in as the offensive coordinator and tight ends coach. Mm-hmm. So, And he was a quarterback's coach at South Carolina along with the offensive coordinator. Um, so again, a lot of, a lot of things still up in the air, uh, before they get on the road recruiting on Friday. Yeah. And, 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 and too, I'm just, I'm interested again. I know a lot of people want to see about the Mickey Joseph news. Will he stay? Will he go? Is he getting other, you know, calls, um, that sort of thing. And, and, and all that will play into it. I just, you know, and, and for those that are still kind of wondering, I, I don't think there's probably a soul in the state now that doesn't want Mickey Joseph on the staff as an assistant, at least. Mm-hmm. And you just think about the power that, that that would have going if you make him your lead recruiter. Most most people's lead recruiter uh, or, you know, kind of assistant coaches doesn't have three Big Ten wins. So when you talk about bringing in Matt Rule, usually the, the, the head coach eventually, that's kind of the closer, that's, you know, in um, but the assistant coaches do a lot of the legwork. If, if your guy doing a lot of the legwork has a win over Iowa, I mean, imagine next year's game, uh, Nebraska and Iowa, and the assistant coach on Nebraska has a win over was, Kirk Yeah, Perry. the assistant coach was the and reason that's a little that bit went. of a flex. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, hey, this guy right here, he's not the head coach. He yeah, beat you last he's year. He's got the win. Now, so. th- now we're going to get Matt Rule to do it. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just, you know, and, and, and I, I do think the transition to the Big Ten will be a little bit easier, obviously, with this team. Um, so we'll see. And at the same time, um, if he leaves, then, you know, sometimes a fresh start uh, isn't the worst thing either. I, mm-hmm. I, I truly, I mean, and again, it's not, for me, for for me, it's never been about should he have been a head coach or how much of his head, like, I, I thought he needed to win more to be in that discussion. But for him to be one of the best recruiters and, ass, and assistant head coaches, I mean, my God, he was here for one year and you, you have a receiver break 
your record, right? Yeah. I mean, handily. <laughs> it, it's pretty obvious what Mickey Joseph can bring to you as an assistant coach, and he's one of the best in the nation to do it. So we hope Nebraska is able to keep him. But him along with Jake Peets, that I mean, it, we, there's been kind of conflicting reports on that. I um, mean, there's an article. Steve, Stephen M. Sipple, our very own Stephen M. Sipple, has an article on yeah. on three, uh, kind of talking about Jake Peets and Mickey Joseph, and I, I, it doesn't really go into it about what's what's holding what back, but. Those two names were mentioned in the article, and we're not exactly sure who's going to be where and who's going to be on staff and who isn't. So that's yeah. just something that we got to look forward to the rest of this day and, again, going up until Friday. And can I say something that might be a little – I don't know if this is controversial or not, but Mickey Joseph, whether he's on the staff or not, Nebraska football is, is going to be okay. Like, it's not going to shut down. Yeah. The football team isn't going to stop trying to play football, and they're not going to stop trying to win if he is on the staff or off of the staff. And Mickey Joseph, whether he's on the staff or goes somewhere else, as he said in his final presser, he has a good, a, a great enough resume to go wherever he wants. He was offered jobs before he decided to come to Nebraska. If he's not on the if he's not on the staff, he'll go somewhere else and be fine. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we'd like to keep him around. I, I, yeah, I would love to have him around. The, the Jake but Peets again, part might the, help that too. If you just want a former Husker blood in the system, Jake Peets is a former Husker as well. Yes. So maybe that helps. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be back. We'll discuss the all Big Ten team announced. Was Trey Palmer left out, or is he where he's supposed to be? We'll talk about that coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.